Welcome to In the Stacks from the Half Hollow Hills Community Library. We're talking about the stories we love because we think you might like them too. From bestsellers to old favorites to undiscovered gems. We talk about it here so that you can find it in the stacks. Hi, I'm Charlene. And I'm Ellen. And Ellen is here to talk about a novel that she just read. Oh, I'm going to talk about this collection of short stories, which I absolutely loved. And um, it's a little crazy, though. The title is Vampires in the Lemon Grove, and the author is Karen Russell. So when Ellen told me about this <laughs> title, I said, you know, I don't really read yeah, vampire books. Right. And I, I was saying that I think the title and even the cover, uh, you can't see it out there, but the cover is a picture of a vampire bat floating around. Which looks cute. Which, I guess, if you like bats. Um, it, and that is really only the first story, and it's really only a short portion of the, of the first, it's only sort of a, an, a side point of the first story. So I have an issue with the cover. And the title, Vampires. The title, yeah, you think you're going to be reading about Bella Lugosi or something right. like that, and it's, it's really not. Um, so this is, uh, yes, like I said, it's a collection of short stories by Karen Russell, and um, they are, they are, have a very definite sci-fi um, bent, to them, the the stories are extremely um, vivid, imaginative. They are really very, very different. Supernatural. Supernatural. There is a huge supernatural element to most of the stories, but it's not like a ghost story. Although there are some ghosts in there, and usually those kind of stories are creepy and scary, and I don't read them. But I love, love, love the stories in this book. and It was just such an amazing collection, so I'm so excited to talk about it. Um, I thought about these stories for a long time, but they're so uh, strange that I had a hard time Esoteric? describing them. <laughs> Esoteric is a good word, too. Um, again, I listened to this on audio, but it doesn't matter if you listen or you read, in this case, with this book. And um, so I'm listening to these stories, and I'm they are so, it takes a little while to sort of realize what's happening in the stories. And I'm going to talk about one, my favorite story in this book. So this is a collection. Are they interwoven, these stories? They are not interwoven. So They're sort of standalones, okay. which is great, you know, when you um, just need to read a chapter or something mm. like that. I love those little short bites. I love books of short stories. I think a lot of people do because uh, they are a little, you know, you can... Some people don't like them because it's not enough, but they're, it's different than a novel. It's fulfilling, the I, one I story. I love short stories. Yeah, it's, it's enough. It doesn't need to be a whole novel so it, to be explored. It's almost like this book should have been highlighted during the Halloween <laughs> spooky time? Well, possibly, possibly. Uh, I didn't think about that, but yeah, it, yeah, you could sell it that way for sure. So I'm, I'm going to talk about... Um, my favorite story in the book, which is called Barn at the End of Our Term. And it's so funny. I can't wait to see Charlene's face when I describe this. <laughs> it's a it funny is, story. It's, um, the I don't like creepy stories. This, she knows this that. This story, it, I don't either. This story is about um, after presidents, our United States presidents, what happens to them after they die. And the presidents in this story actually... Barry turn into horses, they wake up and they're in a horse form, and they are in a barn 
So it's the barn at the end of their term. They wake up and they don't really know what happened to them. They're a little confused. They still think they're Rutherford B. Hayes and they don't quite, and they miss their wives and you know, they still have their human brains kind of inside of them, but their body is horses and it's not a particularly pleasant horse farm. They are not treated particularly not well. Not a glue farm, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and they try to, um, one of them, which one is it? I think it's, maybe it's, uh, I don't want to say. One of the presidents tries to escape. He tries to, like, leap over the fence. And he I better can't not remember. break a leg. They I, shoot I, him. I, I can't remember if he made it or he didn't, but it's very, very exciting. Is it all presidents of historic time, or would uh, you say? It goes say up like... to Eisenhower. That's the most okay. recent president that I can remember. And it starts out, um, the reason I mentioned Rutherford B. Hayes, because it starts out with him. He wakes up and he's like, what's going on? It, it's such an outlandish uh, kind of premise, but she pulls it off. And that is typical, I think, of the stories in here. There's very, very unusual premises and that you get sucked into this, into each one of them, and they are all extremely different from each other. And did these presidents live in <laughs> stall to stall? I mean, did Rufus Hayes talk to Eisenhower? They do. Or? They do talk to each other. Uh, and they're all equally confused about what's going on, <laughs> as is the reader equally oh. confused. Like, don't you want to, did you ever go to those stories where you have to turn the page back and go, did I read did that? I, yes. I don't that understand that. I better comprehend time. this. And yet comprehension dawns as you're reading it, and you're like, what? You can't believe it. Um, that's probably one of the crazier ones, but there are some that are extremely moving and touching and uh, take place all over the all over the United States and all over the world, as a matter of fact. Um, it's extremely interesting. And I just, the stories really stuck with me for a long time. They were extremely vivid, very well-crafted, funny, um, sad, touching, so many levels of um, resonance to all these stories. And you could relate, did you think? Uh, I couldn't were... relate to the horses. Well, no. But <laughs> I did uh, they captured me. I don't know if they, I related to them, but they they captured me. They did. They they're so well done. They she scripted. was scripted. So well scripted, crafted. Uh, it, it was incredible. This book came out in uh, 2013, and it was a follow up to her book Swamplandia, which I also uh, listened to. Oh, that came out. You better in, tell us about that okay, one. <laughs> I will uh, next time. Uh, that came out in 2011, and that was a final finalist for a Pulitzer Prize. Oh. So uh, sounds great, oh, Ellen. I love these books. So uh, thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Ellen. So you can find me in the stacks, or we're online at inthestackspodcast.wordpress.com. Don't miss a single episode. Subscribe on Stitcher iTunes, or your favorite podcast app. And please tell your friends. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.